folks, sorry about last week. Sorry, mates. No show last week, but you did get like 13 minutes or something. And you got the 13 minutes, you, or I don't even know how long I was on, but... You were on for like eight. I did like a minute bumper intro, and then I briefly spoke well, at, at the end. If I gave you eight minutes, trust me, the nine, ten, and eleven that came after it that weren't privy to were real humdingers. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> this week, on the official episode 70, we watched Reservoir Dogs. It's still playing as we speak. The scene I'm so sorry. It's the scene where they're getting their color names. It's a good scene. <laughs> Anywho. You're not Mr. Purple. I like this one, though, You're because Pink. we're in Studio C. Yeah, we're at my house. And, you know, you've got interludes where someone's, you know, got, got to poop. Yeah, we had, we had toilet knee. Adelaide needed help with the toilet. She couldn't get her pants off of her ankles. We had a doo-doo diaper. Sorry. Yeah, doo-doo diaper interruption. <laughs> doo-doo diaper. And then just general children interruptions. Yeah. We say it in the episode. This is a vulgar episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's any more vulgar than anything else we've done. We talked about snowballing in the Garden of Eden. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Point is, even though my children are in the house, it's very unlikely they heard any of it. <laughs> we did we did use the first person. To, to describe God speaking to Adam and Eve, talking about, look, I know we said, you know, don't eat the apple was the only rule, but the whole prostate milking, <laughs> maybe we should curb that. Listen, only on high holidays. Let's let's save the prostate milking for like his birthday, <laughs> and I will tell you when that is because I haven't figured out his birthday. But still, yet. don't eat that apple. <laughs> Can we felch? Is that okay? <laughs> Let's table that. <laughs> table that one. Oh God, I gotta go talk to the devil. Do you think Kane was the first person to to, to dock? <laughs> you know, he's out there in the wild. He's been excluded, kicked out. Who's he docking with? His brother's dead corpse. That's the whole. That's the whole <laughs> biblical thing. It, it was definitely like he had to have mingled with his own family. Well, yeah. I just wonder who the first couple to dock was. The first two dudes that said, <laughs> "I like the look of your foreskin." I think we can wrap it around mine. Yeah, I think I'll do that. You think we can push my dickhead into your dickhead? Look <laughs> how he's told people this is really, really vulgar. And now we're just doubling down and we'll in the you, intro. And we'll grab your foreskin like those water weenies you buy at the beach. <laughs> and we'll slide it over mine. And then we'll take a mental picture because cameras aren't a thing yet. And we'll just have a, we'll have like a, it'll be the opposite of a double into dick. It'll be a no-ended dick. So, um... <laughs> like two tree trunks <laughs> growing into each other. <laughs> Just two guys that docked together and never could undock. <laughs> Let's go to... Is it Sodom and Gomorrah? Let's go there. <laughs> Let's go explore this docking in a town. Man, this Chinese food's hit me hard. Yeah, that's why I don't eat Panda Express. I love it, though. Well, anyway, enjoy. Just got, just got a taste of the vulgarity. And, and, and uh, wish yeah. the uh, wish the Golden Voice luck up there in hot New York. Hope they have a nice unit for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week for seventy one. Hello. <laughs> what is it? The Braves. That was hello, oh, guys. <laughs> that was hello, man.
He's known for that, though, for giving random yeah, calls on birthdays or, or whatnot. Way. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know the exact song. I, I kind of recognized it, but I don't know. So I just gave you my... Was it you? You are the rose of beauty. <laughs> you are a wonderful wife. <laughs> it was like a three-minute long thing, and it got incrementally sadder. So I don't know how that happens, but it does. You see A Quiet Place? Yes, I did. Pretty good film. For me, only having like ten minutes of dialogue. Let's, let's do this. Because we're going to do a short show. We're not going to watch a whole movie anyways. <sighs> yeah, we're probably only got one in this. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Just uh, for the uh, listeners who decided to come back, uh, we're recording at my house. It's so it's gonna be different. Today. Studio C. Studio. <laughs> Actually, I think this is technically Studio B. Yours was Studio A, and now we're in like Studio C. Two. Yeah, but we only did like two here. Oops. Gotta mute it. Oh. Put it on res- Reservoir Dogs here. I'm gonna have to have special. Subtitles. Take you in the back, suck your dick. <laughs> We're going to get the whole spiel here about tipping in a second if we don't mute it. <laughs> What's special? Take you in the back, suck your dick? <laughs> there we go. When, this, when they came out with this on DVD, I remember it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we might have already talked about this, like everything else we talk about, but <laughs> they released uh, different editions for each of the characters. Yeah, yeah and you got Mr. Pink, right? I got Mr. Pink. Yeah. But, and, and the probably fi- the best one. The funny thing was, it was the only thing available. There was a, a mad rush on these things. To give you an idea of how long ago this was, DVDs were still very hot. Yeah. And then you couldn't get a DVD for less than nineteen ninety nine. Well, who was going after, like, the Mr. White? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to assume they made some that, like, they... I want the Harvey Keitel edition. That's the one I want. <laughs> Fuck that, man. I want the Tim Roth edition. <laughs> Tim Roth wouldn't have been so I'm bad. like a Matson guy myself. <laughs> yeah, who's the one that gets shot, like, killed instantly, Mr. Brown? Uh, yeah, the, it's the old guy. Yeah. Brown Brown dies, or no, uh, I think Mr. Brown is um, is Quentin Tarantino. I think the guy that dies right away is Blue, the old guy, Mr. Oh, Blue. that makes sense, Mr. Blue. And he's some famous actor, too. Like, I, when I've heard the this movie talked about, like, when actors are interviewed, like, I want to say maybe when Michael Madsen was interviewed on a podcast... Whoever that old guy is, he's somebody significant. Mm-hmm. They, oh, God. There's noise upstairs. <laughs> My kids are in the house. Welcome to TPTO, the clean version. <laughs> nah, they, they heard worse. Uh-huh. We were trying to nap in the middle of the day yesterday, and I put it on Jackass 3. And mm. I'm just laughing my ass off, because it's the 3D one, and it, it's particularly Daddy. good. Yeah, what's up? Oh, okay. Something happened to who? Adelaide's pants. All right. Oh, that's always a good story. We'll be there in a second. Go ahead and hit pause. <laughs> he always reminds me of the guy from Jaws. The old guy? Mm. You singing the song you didn't know at the beginning of the show <laughs> reminded me of a thing I've been doing in the car a lot lately. I, I know we've talked about this. You sing in the car and like say weird shit in the car. Oh, it's, yeah. And I, I do as well. And I, I heard some country song in like a Walgreens that was just so radio country. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make out the words, but the melody was there. And I realized in the car that I've basically stumbled onto some country genius. Okay. Like we're talking like bluebell ice cream stuff. Mm-hmm. So long as you just hit the same melody and, and finish it with like a sort of a, I think they call it a crescendo. You can say whatever you want and do a country song. Right. 
So, <laughs> like, hey, you be black and I'll be white. Come on, let's go down to the disco tonight. I got truck and you got crabs and I'm And you can mumble when you don't have something to say. And the slugs, you go, hey, it's my kind of life. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's like <clears throat> in the car, I'll just be driving. Like, I like you and you like me. Let's get some tickets and go see Tennessee. <laughs> well, you, you, you have to, I, mine get kind of like progressively more ridiculous. I like you and you like me, but I gotta take girl that it burns when I pee. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's what I do. Like, it's, it's always, uh, there's a level of vulgarity in mine <laughs> when I'm by myself, but... And it, it's like, Let's it's go big... fast, I'll kiss your ass right on the hole tonight. <laughs> we can go fast or we can go slow, but yeah. girl, I gotta tell you, I like it in your butthole. <laughs> it's my kind of life. It's my kind of life. <laughs> like... If I figured out a chord progression, like a GCD chord progression, we could record a 10-minute country song where we just do, like, you know, three of these, and then, hey, it's my kind of life. I found a, uh, so, <clears throat> you know, typically speaking, we're going to lose Brian here, most country music listeners are tend right. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. There are, there are, that's not a rule. Yeah. But I was in Chattanooga on business, and they have this great old country music station. Now, I love old country music. I don't know. I'm, like George I should, Jones. George Jones, Johnny Cat. I mean, you could take Waylon. I'll go all the way back to Hank, Hank Sr., but this was more of that, pills. like, uh, <laughs> this was more of that, like. Back when country music meant pills. Yeah, pills and lots of booze. <laughs> pills and drinking gasoline. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And where you coincidentally bought your booze at gasoline stations, um, but I love this. But this was more of like a early '70s to late '80s, a little bit of early '90s, but mainly within that 20-year '70-80 stretch, where country was really gold. If you ask the my Conway opinion, Twitty era. Well, he came a little. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Older Conway, but still, his heart oh, exploded God. sometime around that point. But. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I love that in the Family Guy. You ever see those episodes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peter's, ladies and gentlemen, Conway Twitty. <laughs> Hello, Wall. I just imagine being on his tour bus and like if you had to pee really bad, but he's been in the bathroom for a while. <laughs> you're not gonna want to go pee when he gets out. Yeah, like being his like handler, like fuck. <laughs> he's in this shitter again. It's Conway. How long? They have like a little running clock. <laughs> like every time he goes in, it's a fifteen-minute one. Yeah, get could be man. worse. Last Thursday he was in there for thirty-five. Can we get this man to eat some roughage <laughs> off the next stop? He had a T-bone steak for breakfast, a T-bone steak for lunch, and hey, a baked Tom, potato what are you and about some bacon. Like, a, like some romaine today. <laughs> What's that? What like a salad? <laughs> I ain't gay. I ain't gay. <laughs> But I was up there, and I'm listening to this station. I really enjoy it. It's a nice drive. You're in the mountains, and I'm listening to this country station. I'm having a good time. And they do, a, like, a power. It's This is, like, straight out of WFCUCK type. Like, hey, welcome to WQA9. We're going to do a country music power hour from 11 to 12. So call in with your request. All that great, great old country music. So I was like, all right, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This could be interesting to see what someone requests yeah and the first song they played was this the lady i want to hear thinking of a rendezvous by johnny tyler or something i can't remember the name 
So I was like, okay, I've never heard this one. And the the song starts off. I'm just gonna give you like a, a, pre, a preface here. Eddie it's, Bunker, that's his name. Hello, how are you? It's that kind of like mm. slow. It's been a while. It's been a minute or more. And you're thinking, oh, so he's bumped into some old long lost love, and she's and then he says. <laughs> She asked about how my wife and children were. And, and it, he said, but all I could think of was thinking of a rendezvous. It's, it's a song. <laughs> about cheating. About, yeah, about <laughs> fucking cheating. And it's, I, I go, I, I won't, I've played it so many times. We have the uh, Alexa thing yeah. in our kitchen. So when I'm kitchen. When Is I'm, it an when old I'm, song? Did you yeah. look it up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Johnny, Johnny something. I, I mean, I'd play it for you right now, but he's like, you know, he's like, <laughs> My husband doesn't eat my pussy. <laughs> but I just... And so my favorite country song... My, exactly. The man who did. But that's my thing. I was like, this is conservative. <laughs> this is right-wing conservative Tennessee. Well, hey, it's okay if you're just having fun. I know, but it was, it's so... <laughs> you know, it, here he's like, having small talk, but thinking of a rendezvous. And, the, and it, even details is like... <laughs> It's, he said, "I wish we were back at the old. I wish we were back at the old family inn for an hour or two. So they would go to a place called the Family Inn, yeah. rent a room for an hour. I guess. A Bible in the drawer to the left. A don't disturb sign on the door. It's my kind of life. It's my kind of life. I don't love my wife anymore. It's my kind of life." Just used her to get some kids. <laughs> Truthfully, I like fucking guys. <laughs> it's all a smoke screen, but it's my kind of life. <laughs> take it in the ass and take it in the mouth. <laughs> Just don't tell my wife because we live in the south. <laughs> it's my kind of life. <laughs> Oh gosh! New song coming together. You'll 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 see like well, you'll be driving home and you'll you'll just think of some of the most ridiculous shit that rhymes and then, hey, it's my kind of life. That's the song and it's my kind of life. <laughs> you like dogs and I like cats. <laughs> I was waiting for you to see where that was going. <laughs> but yeah, that's the uh, and I, I came home and I I, I, I played Leah this song because she's very <laughs> spiritual and into the into the sanctity of marriage. Not that I'm not. Oh, your wife is. Yeah, yeah. I am too, but uh, <laughs> to you know, a lesser degree. To a, to a degree, lesser. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, I played this song and she was like, "This is incredible," and yeah. I was like. Yeah, it's actually a good song. If mm-hmm. it's like as far as like you know mid seventies country music songs, it's got a great little beat. It's got easy, <laughs> you know, and it's got it's even got a cut in by some female artist that you know probably never made it, but thought she did when she was the back. You know, she's the rendezvous. She was the third chorus or the third verse singer, and and she's like, "Tell your husband I said hello," or "Tell your wife I said hello." <laughs> like they're just both saying like, "Hey, how's your wife and kids?" Oh, they're good. Oh, how are your wife and kids? Oh, they're okay. Do you still go down to the bar? Ah, it's been in ages. I still work at the plant. Hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> That's the premise. Or do, do you remember when we fucked like a year ago and it was really sweet, but we promised we wouldn't do it again? Remember, you yeah, pulled your hair a little bit and you told me to stick it in your ass. You did. And you liked it. But then you said it hurts a little, so slow down. And then you bit your lip and oh, that really got my blood. And then you bit your lip. And then I shot too early. 
We hung out for a while. Played thumb through the Gideon Bible. <laughs> talked about talked about church on Sunday. Say sex. Hey, what's up? Remember when we? Uh, <laughs> of course you do. It could be bullshit. Safe sex. She says that, and sometimes she just means she peed. Right. <laughs> Weird thing about my kind of life is, even if you don't have words, you can just rhyme like gibberish. Yeah, I think a new wave I've seen is you have to, if you're gonna do a country song, you have to make fun of all these like new alcoholic seltzers. Like the, I don't drink white claw, that shit is for fags. I like Budweiser and a big cold can. I like Tupac, <laughs> I want to be inclusive. <laughs> that Oak Town Country Road is kind of <laughs> shitty. I don't know. My ancestors lynched black people, but I like Biggie and cocaine too. Like, what? I'm from Folly Beach, where are oh, you? No, <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Like I hear it, especially on like garbage pop country radio. Like this, like hey, I think I'm gonna do like a crossover. Like I'll do hip hop, but with my voice. Yeah, I'll do some rapping. Yeah, don't <laughs> on the road up in um, Florida Georgia line. Oh god, <laughs> Brian's favorite band. <laughs> Who is this? That's not his favorite band. I don't know. Whiskey, the, is it gentry. the Big and Country or Big, Big and, and Tall? Big and Tall. Big and Rich. Big and Rich. Whiskey Gentry. Zach I thought was, band. is Whiskey Gentry a band? Probably. I thought it was Montgomery Gentry. Maybe both. Hmm. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you, dude. I, and this is kind of, I don't want to pick on country music. I don't know anything new. Someone told me the name of a Yes, you do. Of a hip-hop. I just sang it all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that one we can write. But I, I literally have, I'm so out of touch. And it makes me feel like old. Yeah. But then I started watch. I was watching another Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee Mm-hmm. Jerry's talking to another old guy. I think it was uh, not old guy. Well, Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, and he, and they're both they're both old timers as far as senior in comedy. Yeah, they're like thirty five years in comedy. Yeah, and he's got some seniority. You know, they were talking about the young folks coming up and yada yada yada. And Jerry was like, you know, I just don't like him. I don't like him. Not the comics, just young people. <laughs> he was like, I know that makes you seem like the curmudgeon and you get off my lawn kind yeah. of old man. But he's like, he was telling Cedric, whenever you do start, because Cedric was like, I don't really feel it that way. He's like, when you do, don't abandon it. Accept it. It's just it's part of life. Like, this is kind of like, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't like you. As far as country music goes, like, we covered it from the man's perspective with my kind of life. You just cover things you like. If we wanted to write a song for a woman, we just mm. have to factor in that sh- there's a little bit of spousal abuse. Yeah. She's going to get him back. <laughs> By like slashing his tires and poisoning him with something in his, you know, <clears throat> with his steak. I see that song as more like a, you know, like you, you fashion it around the Me Too, but you're still country woman, so you yeah. don't accept Me Too. Yeah. So, but it's still like, she you know, you say, no shit. Me Too. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, really for the, for the female country singer, we have to write the Revenge, I'm Gonna Murder My Husband song. Mm-hmm. But we also have to write the I've Reaffirmed My Faith song. Oh. Those are the two. Are they? <laughs> then you have like the, you know, like that one, that fucking song. I don't know who sings it. I heard it like one time and it's been stuck in my head ever since. It's the, uh, gonna do a little day drinking. <laughs> it's this woman singing it. And I like it, that whiskey that tastes like sweet. <laughs> I can 
put a lemon in it and drink it on my porch while the colors cut my <laughs> I've been down on the dock, maybe sucking the gardener's cock. <laughs> Husband's not home till 10 o'clock. That's life on the road. <laughs> he don't get hard no more anyway. Hey. Advertised, stick to it just to get him away. Woo, it's my kind and of life. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a duo. This is just a duo. A very disgustingly gross country duo. Like, you know, it's perfect because it's like the Tammy yeah. Wynette yeah. and and the, what's the guy that used to shit for 35 minutes we mentioned earlier? Conway, Conway 20, Tammy yeah. Wynette kind of thing. Like she could sing about like how she waxes her, her ass but you <clears> won't eat it anymore. Dude, I am seeing this. You have to have, you have to have a guy. So it's like the olden days when they, like now you only see it on the infomercials where they're trying to sell you like, welcome back to the great old country music of the 1960s. <laughs> If you have only thirty nine ninety nine, we'll ship you seventeen boxes of DVDs and CDs that are already antiquated, but it's like you, old, and watching this program. Order now, you get a free pair of waist thirty Wranglers. They'll fit any human being as long as you squeeze your body into them. Uh, but like you, you watch those things. Wranglers have and no gift. It's what, just like the nineteen sixties. Whatever review shows these guys were doing, it was like they would build a little. Texas, like a little country town in the yeah. background, yeah. in miniature, yeah. Yeah. and there'd always be a front porch mm-hmm. with the swinging door, mm-hmm. and they'd come out and they'd sing, and like you know, they'd have the rhinestone suits, and she'd be wearing the sequined gown mm-hmm. with the high, sharp shoulders, yeah. and that's how we should do this. Like, <laughs> welcome to the stage, you know. So uh, now we need names: Whiskey Gentry, Wh- Whiskey Gentry, <laughs> and Marla. <laughs> Just want whiskey gentry and Marla. It's like Prince. You got a prime delivery there? It's like Prince, but it's just Marla. It's all right. If he rings the doorbell, the dog will go nuts. They never do. I mean, they have yeah, so many. Walking away. They make so many deliveries, man. It's I've nuts. got a few of those coming today. Some, what is it? Uh, just some shit I needed for our trip. Some plugs. Some plugs. Where y'all going? Upstate New York. Oh, right. To the uncooled house. To the hot house. To the hot house. I told Kristen, I said, I don't care if we have a room with our own bathroom. It'd be nice because we have the kids, and it's easier if you have a room with a bathroom. Mm. But if we don't have a room with AC, I'm not going to, I'm going to be a curmudgeon (laughs) asshole the whole time we're there. It's so fair, though, if you lead out with it. Like, if you say, hi, I know we're going to this place, and I know you want, like, positive... Well, Helpful and, Brent. And it's 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 unavoidable. And it's like it's like if you if you just left the doctor's office and they said in the next twenty four hours you're gonna have violent food poisoning and the symptoms are gonna last the next week. Mm-hmm. And so you go to your wife and you say, Hey, listen, if we don't get me like a gallon of ammonium, that's the dog snoring. No, I know. I'm gonna shit my pants <laughs> for the next week. And if she, and if her reaction is, well, tough. <laughs> When you get to where you're going and you're shitting, it's like, hey, listen, I was, I did everything I could to tell you what was we were going to run into, and I, I can speak from experience. Goddamn, my when my sister-in-law got married, the the bridal cabin that we were in didn't have air, and I had to be there because the girls were flower girls, so I had to, I was there, minder, and I'm just sweating buckets in this bridal cabin for like four hours, however long we were there. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, there's no way to not, like, there's no way to contain the rage that is slowly <laughs> building up inside of me. 
Like, I don't, I, there's no escaping it. I, if I go outside, it's just as hot, but now with the sun on me as well, like, I, I'm not able to contain what a shithead I turn into <laughs> if I'm forced into, like, an 85-degree environment with no relief. You're like Dennis, you know. Your rage knows no bounds now. Yeah. Like, it's 95 on the beach where we just were, but there's a breeze, and I'm shirtless, and, and it's acceptable, and there is a 70-plus degree water right in front of me. I can mm-hmm. go cool off, and the minute I get out, that breeze hits me. I feel good. That's not the case when you're in a, just a room. <laughs> it's just a stiff 85 degrees. <laughs> and if you open the window, the best you can hope for is like an 82-degree crosswind. So I was like, we have to have a room with air, or I'm going to go make a bed on the kitchen table <laughs> and sleep beneath that European unit that's down in the kitchen. Like, I know where they are in the house from having been there once before. She's like, I heard they put in more units. I'm like, I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> Every year, they probably say, fuck, I gotta get another unit for that fat piece of shit that's coming up here. Well, and the thing is, I, I said, I, I'm, I'm always try to be understanding and see it from the perspective of somebody else. These are people that actually live in this house or people who just live in that town the majority of the year, it's like fucking Fargo mm-hmm. weather. It's just deep, deep snow, ice cold. So when they get this six weeks of 85 degree summer, they're lapping it up. Yeah. I'm like, not me. Like, I'm from the deep fucking south yeah. where air conditioning is a way of life. <laughs> and you're 85 degree. Oh, thank God it's not, you know, 30 out anymore. Like, I wish it was 30 out most <laughs> days of the year. <clears throat> It's a way of life, sir. <laughs> I still have the window unit that we put in when we lost both the <clears throat> both of the actual outdoor units. Right. And Leah was cleaning out some stuff, and she was like, uh, "Will you take this up?" And I was like, "No, that is an heirloom of happiness and joy, and I will never be caught in a situation ever again." If and when the day comes, yeah. one of our you know ten thousand dollar European 15. units <laughs> goes out. I need this. Yeah. And they won't go out and they have a lifetime warranty, but I don't care. I'm not throwing away. <laughs> well, yeah, that lifetime warranty is great, but if it shits the bed on a Saturday. I, I know, I get it. But yeah. for all of them to shit the bed would be like a monumental catastrophe. So Yeah, it's nightmarish when you think about going somewhere. <clears throat> I mean, we were doing, I was doing stupid stuff to try to get relief. I know, we talked about yeah. it. Basket in the, or ice block in the yeah. laundry basket. I literally was, I fumed myself almost to death. Could have died. Trying to get cool. That's how serious me being at temp so is. What I, what I would have done is I would have rigged a, like a tunnel with like, <laughs> I would have gone to Home Depot and bought like PVC piping. Mm-hmm. And I would have put it in my car, cranked the car, <laughs> cranked the air in the car, and then like duct tape seal a hole. So, and and so run PVC piping. the AC wind down the PVC tubing into the nearest window of the house. And then I would have had a box fan there to blow, pull it in hard. And I would have at least tried to survive. Some, or I would have just moved into the car. Truthfully, in your circumstances with no kids, I would have just gone to a hotel. And that was that's where it was headed. And then I was just trying to save money at the time. And I was like, even Leah was like, just go stay at a hotel. And I was just being obstinate. And I was like, no. I would have I would have <coughs> hoteled it or I would have like thought like who do I know well enough that I could go crash at their house for the next couple of days. And in retro if if I had it all to do over again, what kind of idiot has you know, here's their wife say, just go stay at a hotel and doesn't go. I mean that that could have just become like a 
sorry for the Me Too, uh, Louis C.K. just fucking <laughs> room service <laughs> and pizzas. I'm going to jerk off over here. Yeah. Just, uh, hey, uh, room service, can I get another margarita pizza? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any, like, cured meats down there you can put on it? Well, okay, you don't have pepperoni, that's fine. Do you have sausage or <laughs> shit? You have hot dogs, just something. <laughs> no, never mind. There's a mellow right there. Um, we get another one of those club sandwiches with, the, with the pickle. I can never eat room service. I don't know why. I just feel like if there's one area where your food's more likely to be fucked with, I don't know why I feel that way, but... Maybe. I've had good room service before, though. Mm. Especially like out in L.A. when we stayed out there. Me and Brian got... A margarita pizza with cubed salami every day for lunch. So, yeah, send another one of those things up here. So I remember we looked at the menu, and it's L.A., so everything's kind of hoity-toity. And he's like, what's a margarita pizza? Oh, wow. And I was like, well, I have a feeling it's probably just tomatoes and cheese and, like, basil. It's pizza. It's the OG it's, pizza. As he said, do they have pepperoni? I'm like, I doubt it. So I called the kitchen. I said, we want margarita pizzas, but the, there's a question... As to whether or not you have any sort of pepperoni or anything that like, do you have toppings we can add to this? And they're like, we have cubed salami that we put in a salad. I'm like, do it. Cubed salami. You know what? It wasn't bad because they put cubed salami on that uh, four meat DiGiorno pizza. Oh yeah. It's not bad. Well, speaking of DiGiorno, we'll do a a fast food check in. DiGiorno has released a uh, loaded pizza. Mm. It's fifty percent more toppings. So it's just a standard DiGiorno yeah. with 50% more pepperoni or sausage or whatever you prefer on your DiGiorno. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll just let you know. I, I saw it. I, I know a guy that loves DiGiorno. I texted him. Yeah. You know, he's probably 3D. <laughs> this scene in the movie, I always think of Jay Moore. Jay Moore does the best Harvey Keitel impression, and he always does it from, from this, this particular scene. That man in there took a bullet in the gut. <laughs> he does it so well. <laughs> Harvey Keitel. You ever seen him in Bad Lieutenant? You mm-hmm. ever seen that movie? He plays like a like a dirty cop with a drinking problem. And there's mm. a scene where he's... To a like, cop. <laughs> there's a scene where he's hammered drunk, walking around naked with a gun in his hand. You see his dick and everything. Harvey Keitel's dick? You see, he does not hang down. No? No. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on who you're comparing <clears> to. <throat> Certainly not hanging down mm. to the degree that they talk about, and it's always sunny. Uh, stop me if you've heard me say this. I saw a movie called Kinsey. It's about doctors. It's the real life Doctor Kinsey, the guy that wrote a kind of a really scientific, head, hands-on, no pun intended, look at human sexuality, mm-hmm. and it like caused a furor in the fifties and sixties when he wrote this because everyone, no, a furor, <laughs> not a furor, mein Führer. Caused the whole Hitler thing. It caused a big mess. Okay, <laughs> but you know, because in the sixties or fifties, it was just you know in out baby, or yeah. you know there was no. I mean, there was. We shouldn't act like. Is this the guy that kind of put female orgasm on the map? Yeah, yeah. Didn't they make a movie about this? They did. It's called, no, it's it's Liam Neeson. He plays Doctor Kenzie. Oh, okay. But there's a guy in it, and uh, what's her name? The, the blonde lady from the Truman Show. She's been in a million things. Oh, she was the uh, wife of Truman and Truman Show. I don't remember what that what she looked like from that. I don't know. Renee Zellweger. No, kind of looks like that, but older. Anyways, Renee Russo. No, don't. We'll figure it out in a second. <laughs> Those are all the Renees. My phone's know. right here. 
I don't even know where I was fucking going with this now. Kenzie, sexuality, Fuhrer. <laughs> Damn it, man. I really don't. I, oh, yeah, we were talking about hanging dong. Uh, um, yeah, there's a guy in this movie that you, you definitely would recognize, and that's why I'm going to the ID, IDBM page. Um, and so the whole point of the film is, of course, that he's constantly, he's doing all these sex surveys. He needs, like, you know, 50,000 interviews to find a baseline, scientific baseline for what, you know, constitutes the average human sexuality or whatnot, if that makes any sense at all. I'm trying to make a little sense. Peter Skarsgård, Sarsgård, this guy here. And Laura Linney was the, from, from, uh, oh, yeah, from Ozark. Laura Linney, yeah. This guy, you'd, reckon, you'd recognize him. He's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. His brother and his dad are in a lot of movies. The Sarsgaards are big. It's kind of like a... Uh, <clears throat> is he related to Stellan? Yeah. Skarsgård? The guy, that's the, a Skarsgård? Sarsgaard. but yeah. So he's related to the guy from True Blood and Stellan and the guy that played It. I'm pretty sure. I think those are all Skarsgård. Is it Scar? Okay, I got maybe if it's Skarsgård, I'm. I was gonna say if he's related to them, he's definitely the runt of the litter because those are all like beautiful human beings, <laughs> and he's not. And he's okay looking, but compared to them, well, he's he looks like a. Rat this might be if that might is probably true then because let me tell you, there's a scene where like, you know, Kenzie's got this team of people <laughs> of young scientists that are working for him, and his wife is when they got married. It was really funny because you got Laura Lenny and Liam Neeson. They're supposed to be like in their early twenties, in this part of this part of the movie, but it's still Liam Neeson and Laura Lenny old. <laughs> but they've like, you know, dressed them young and given them nice makeup, and they get married and they're they're having sex for the first time. And it's like this awkward scene because he's just like, <clears throat> like really like he thinks Liam is, yeah he thinks is you know he's old and he's a scientific nerdy guy anyway. He's yeah. never really thought of sex in these terms, but he just kind of like. Forces that if shit I, in there. Thrust it hard. Yeah, that, thru- that means good. That yeah, thrusting hard on it, and she starts like ah, oh! like not in a good way, like ow, ow, ow! you know, like, and then it just turns out that in, it's my cervix. According to this thing, Kenzie had like a twelve-inch mm, magnum so dong. It was her cervix? Yeah, but she also had an oversized hymen, uh-huh. so she had to have a some kind of. Mm. Surgery. I don't know if it's surgery or procedure, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So I thought Laura Linney was hot in like a real life mom sort of way. Oh, dude, she's in a movie where she is a, te- a college professor and she fucks the guy from that '70s show, the the main Eric, mm. and it's like, hello, yeah. yeah. But I see her something like in like her next door neighbor, like she could be my friend's mom growing up kind of way. Oh yeah, she's very hot. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> So that you know, as the movie, if I was you, I would have gotten a blowjob from it. Oh, for sure. As you get older, <laughs> I'm so happy Matt was. You know, thought my escapades with the mouth game were yeah. on point, but uh, you know, then the movie kind of progresses. It goes over years and decades, but the, at some point, she's kind of like talking to that guy, Sarsgaard, mm-hmm. who's one of his main assistants at the table. He walks in and hears them like, "Ha ha," chuckling and. They're talking and everything, and, and she just casually says, "I think I want to have sex with." I don't remember the guy's name in the movie, and he's like, "That'd be all right." And he and Kenzie's like, uh, "Okay," because he's been. Then he starts banging them. Yeah, they both have sex with Sarsgaard. That's the whole the oh, weird part. They, okay. because he's like, you know, he's exploring sexuality. It's not just bottoming or what's going on. There. I don't know, but in the in the scene where he has <laughs> sex with Kenzie, he stands up out of bed, yeah, <clears throat> naked, and I remember thinking. 
I don't care how much they paid me for this movie. <laughs> I would not have made that shot because I was like, that is the smallest penis I've ever seen just openly like, yeah. I'm cool. Worse than Super Troopers? Remember when we see Farva naked? I don't think it's really him though, is it? It is. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got what he's got what I call like a button dick. Like that's like a that's like a, I just got out of a really cold swimming pool dick. That's unfortunate. He's on some he's on so he talks about it on his podcast. He's on some like famous gay website. He was like bear of the month and they like isolated that screen grab and put it on the website. Like short dick and all. <laughs> I mean, every, every every average white dude has been there when you've been in a particularly cold environment and it just turns into this sort of small cylinder, <laughs> like, like the travel size Pringle can, you know. That's pretty... Well, in comparison to a full-size Pringle can, it goes... It goes you know, I was going to say, give me some scale here. In terms because scale, if your dick turns into a small like, Pringles like, can... Oh, it's cold. I'm going con- to condense down into this shape until the warmer temperatures come back around. Or I get a little bit of blood flow. You know. <laughs> it's at that it's at that stage where you could gather the skin around it and seal it up like a garbage bag. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, I just couldn't believe that an actor. Like, what kind of confidence do you have? Yeah. What kind of like? I'm I'm Sarsgaard, and I don't give a shit. I'm about to show you my tiny, teeny tiny. Not quite micro penis, but beautiful balls. Beautiful balls, <laughs> and it's also the fifties, so everyone was hairy as shit. Yeah. So that's the other problem. I don't like this scene. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the cop's name? It's John. John Nash. John Nash. After he gets all cut up, oh. he gets he gets straight razor, gets his ear cut off. Oh, I think maybe boy. it's Kevin Nash, which would be funny because of the wrestler. <laughs> What's your name? <coughs> Nash. <Kevin> Nash. <laughs> Frank Doom. <Duke. laughs> Gonna break the bottom point. Sick. Fuck. <laughs> what happens to him is like my shark shark bite joke. Like getting bit by the shark sucks. Getting dragged onto the beach and getting sand in the shark wound is even worse. Yeah, and but that's how, at least you're lucky enough by that time you're in shock. Well, this poor cop gets his face cut up and ear cut off with a with a straight, straight razor. razor, and then he gets gasoline poured on him. Mm. Like, that's not salt in the wound. What it's, is? It's gasoline in the yeah. wound. <laughs> that can't feel good. At least it's like cleaning the wound? You think? Well, I mean, yeah. Would a... Would a Oh, would an ear removed wound hurt more burning than if the ear was still there? Like, is the pain heightened in the cuts if you get set on fire more so than the non-cut parts of you? I don't know. Not a thought I really want to have to like <laughs> contextualize too much. You know? Yeah. I, I don't want to be set on fire. I, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I was just I was just watching the the eighteen movie last night. You ever seen that with Bradley Cooper and Liam Neeson? No, but I'm still having nightmares about green green room. <laughs> well, you just talked about being set on fire. And at the beginning of the movie, Bradley Cooper, who plays Face from the A Team, is in tires uh, by like some Mexican drug lord, and they're going. They're talking about setting him on fire. I'm like, that's a thing. That's a thing that they do in like Africa, especially where they they tie they put you in tires so you can't move, and then they light the tires on fire. It's like that's. Way worse. 
<laughs> than just regular old fire. Yeah, because now you have to smell burning rubber too. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's no good. Oh, crisp pen. <laughs> why? Why nice did you have? Why did you have to go so early? Yeah, and just—it's like he, he was so good at dancing <laughs> and footloose and thin. He was thin. <laughs> well, that's thin for him. Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a thicker milkshake in this movie. <laughs> Me and my friends used to like sort of like role play like who gets to be who like the low man on the totem pole is always whoever got stuck with nice guy Eddie. <laughs> like, like fuck you man I'm not wearing a windbreaker. <laughs> it's like the kind of conversation like hey man Halloween's coming up we could all go as the Reservoir Dogs yeah but there's five of us like well you could be nice guy Eddie fuck you man I'm not wearing a windbreaker. <laughs> Because the idea of everybody else was like, fuck yeah, we can get black suits. If I'm Buscemi, I can draw on a goatee. This will be cool as shit. Well, who am I going to be? I remember. Nice guy Eddie. Fuck you. I'm not wearing a windbreaker. <laughs> the, uh, I had a friend of mine who used to do it. He had like a, I don't know what you would call them. They were kind of like a comedy acting troupe, but they did a lot of like, just to be, to be clear with this, it wasn't like they were, you know, the deaf comedy jam or something. They were going around to like churches. Mm. And they would do not Christian comedy per se, but certainly like clean comedy. You know how when you ask your mom to make you a sandwich I, and she forgets. Well, let me let, let me stop you there because I know that's where you were headed. But this was actually good stuff. Okay. It was just that they found a niche in this kind of like, and he still to this day this is what he does for a living. So like he he's found like where's my belly button? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's not at all what I'm saying. They, they were very creative, very funny, yeah. and they would. It wasn't always like it. Sometimes there was not a bit of like, you know, Jesus in it. It was just happened to be funny stuff that everyday kids could relate to. Okay. So. Like Brian Regan. He's actually hilarious. He you is, know that. And he's clean. Yeah, but he like he could perform in a church if he wanted. To. Yeah, absolutely. But. Um, Anywho, uh, he, they had a one one of the sketches I love. They, they it was a video that they made, and they're walking down. They're all wearing black. Mm -hmm. It's the opening scene from Reservoir Dogs, where they're just okay. walking and they're in the slow mo kind of thing, mm -hmm. and everyone's looking cool. And it's exactly the same where everyone's like looking cool. And one guy, even they, one of the kids, these were kids at the time. They're like nineteen, and one of them even has a cigarette, and he's walking. The other dude takes his glasses off, and he's like. You know, they're just bu bullshit. Just like, in, and then one guy just trips <laughs> and takes down another guy, <laughs> and they all go down. Yeah. And it was like, that's not particularly clever, but it's very good. Yeah. Like, and that's all that was was just like a slow motion, like Reservoir Dogs, and just one guy just <laughs> like overt that ridiculous trip where yeah. it's like arms out to the side. I don't know why that I thought of that. We are watching Reservoir Dogs. So. No, that's good. That's that's uh, that's good. It's way better than Eve's belly button. <laughs> so then Eve says. So then Eve says, but I don't have a belly button. <laughs> You're telling me I can't eat this apple? Oh gee, I, I picture a lot of Benny Benny Youngman jokes right now. You know. So I can swallow Adam's loads, but I can't eat. <laughs> Good joke. That my, it wouldn't have worked for that comedy troupe, but I can see a different comedy troupe. No, I like the idea of, of, of God like explaining like you can this, you do whatever you want. You I mean, they're living naked. They have no shame. Sin doesn't exist in the world. Mm -hmm. Just don't eat this fruit over here. And I was like, oh, so I can totally.
totally eat her ass. <laughs> and it's okay. And it's okay. It's like a friend of mine from church who was like a youth leader. He's a few years older than me. I remember him telling me that within the context of a Christian marriage, any sort of perverse thing that you might fantasize about through pornography, which isn't okay, mm-hmm. provided your wife is cool with it, sure. once you're married, is. Okay. That was his selling point for like, wait till you're <clears> married. <throat> Don't watch porn. Don't Because like all that just glorious stuff you want to see on the internet mm. you could do with your wife and sure everything like yeah I don't, I don't know about all mm. <laughs> i yeah. don't know if they're going to be on like whoever that ends up being yeah i don't know if she's going to be on board with everything i watch on the internet so his premise just to back say it again his premise was that porn is bad porn watching is bad, porn is bad watching but porn. every every beautiful tantalizing thing you like about porn you could do with your wife and that would be completely okay huh no <laughs> No, no. So under the under the have you ever been watching the laws of marriage within Christ land? You can like do ass stuff. You know, you know in this modern day era of pornography, like come in her mouth and she spits. I don't know. God's cooler than all. God loves God loves snowballing as long as you're married. That's what I'm getting to with Adam and Eve. Like there is no sin. They're living naked. Like we can do whatever we want. Like you put your finger in my ass, like you come in your hair and slurp it out and spit it in your ass. Meanwhile, God's just. <laughs> He's like, I should have said more than just the apple. Send that snake. <laughs> I'm, realizing, I'm realizing now the apple should have been. There should have been more on the note. <laughs> Sits down, like, all right, listen, everybody get a pen and paper. We're going to go over the do's and don'ts of what you can do with your bodies. I realize it's my mistake. I put the asshole right next to the vagina hole. So, yes. Of Could course. have gone anywhere. I'll give you that one. But the stuff where fluids are going from one mouth to the other, we gotta, that's, we're got we going to put that on the Apple level. To get back to your, your friend's <laughs> pornography thing. I, in, in this modern age of pornography, where it's just literally a couple thumb clicks away from free stuff, yeah. which is unheard of for your people much older than us. Yeah. But, you know, you ever, and this might just be me. Because I know it's probably not you now that I think of it. But if I'm ever like, and I don't do that much, if at all. But um, if I'm ever looking at something, you know how you scroll the list of videos? Yeah. Or you have some, sometimes you have something very specific and you go to the search bar. But that's rare. I like yeah. to shop. Or I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, you look, you're looking at it. It's and you ever see something, even in that one still frame? Yeah. Which in the, I've heard. Now that you can Jesus like if you if you POV yeah facial. if you just hold the Flick. the thing the little thing yeah, it gives you a preview it gives you a little preview right yeah so but I, you know <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where you're looking at the bars and you see like a picture that's so off putting yeah like a bulging butthole like it's just a zoom in <laughs> of a bulging butthole yeah. or it's one of those it's girls almost like like an anal cream pie video yeah I'm gonna show you the finish or it's uh like. And always says hairy, warm, uh, very hairy Asian, and you're like, oh, oh, or it's like a really yeah. bad vagina. I, I mean, we, the list goes on. Or the ones I this, dislike the most. This conversation, sixty episodes ago, you would have called me and said, we can't put this on the internet. That's very true. But I don't watch this stuff anymore. This is all secondhand to me now. Oh, okay. Or the ones I, I dislike the most are when they have like, it's the, the submissive videos mm-hmm. where they'll have like a, a woman like tied up and her legs behind her head and a gag in her mouth. And she, I, my point is. Whoever's telling you about this is getting really detailed. Yeah, they love that shit. 
But my point is, sometimes I'll look at one of those, and particularly the, like the bulging butthole one. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't. I put my phone down and I just walk away. This is not the time for this. This is what I've been told by this. This is not my kind of life. This <laughs> is not my life. I don't like a bulging butthole. That shit is gross. <laughs> Find me a nice pink flower. That's my kind of toast. And that's my kind of life. You can have pubes in a nice triangle shape. <laughs> but if that shit's going around, you know it's not good. <laughs> It's my kind of hole. <laughs> oh, it's my kind of hole. Oh, boy. And so he says, but I don't have a belly button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. This is Sunday, too. This is bad. This is bad all okay, around. Okay, guys, guys, listen. It's more than just the app. All right? I've been watching. I've been watching, and... I'm glad you're exploring your bodies. I made them. I'm glad you're, you know, figuring out how they work. But this, this prostate milking thing, that's not, I did not intend that. It's a cool, it's a happy accident. We'll call it a happy accident. God, God's looking down. He sees Adam on all fours. Eve just got two fingers in his asshole. One or two. And she's got a little like, What are Paradise is awesome. <laughs> listen, listen. It's a happy accident, all right? I didn't realize, I mean, I probably did realize the way it all functions that you could do that. I didn't ever think you would. What? I think they're yelling at each other. Okay. Fortunately, we're... Okay, okay. Just for the listeners, they haven't heard this conversation. <laughs> They've been in their room with the door shut and the door just opened. They don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's save sex for a second. <laughs> All right, so I think um, I think now that we've offended Christ and God and country music fans, <laughs> thank God they tuned out after we were making fun of the country music. It would have only gotten worse from there. When we said Montgomery Gentry, Brian lost his shit. Whiskey Gentry. Oh, yeah. I think that is a band. Is it? Why would they steal? I mean, you already had one Gentry. Oh. Why would a modern country performer steal something from another country performer? Fair enough. Because there's not original thought between any of them. <laughs> Maybe that's I'm why. sure there's somebody that's good these days. I like I that Chris... jeans and you go fast. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer hand jobs to blow jobs down. <laughs> <laughs> what you say that don't make sense. <laughs> it's my kind of hole. <laughs> <laughs> like how it turns into Mike on a hole. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... No, but what I was going to say is we should... Um, I know it'll be a very short show, but we really need, in the interest of having something up for the next two weeks, we should wrap this one. It's at 45 minutes. And we could do another 45-minute show and have the next two weeks knocked out. Because I'm going to... For the listener, I'm going to be in New York. We already said this, but I'm going to be in New York till Sunday. So, you will get a show on this coming Tuesday. What is that, the 16th? Mm-hmm. That's this one. But if we don't uh, do like another mini show like this, there won't be a show the following week. Unless we you don't, cram it on Monday. We could, we could record on Monday. That was the original plan this time. And we had to bag that. No, the original, I asked you, Sunday was cool. Yeah. And you said maybe, and then you never responded. 
And then I thought Monday might be easier for you because I knew Sunday tonight would not have worked for me. Yeah. Well, no, this time worked. So do you want to just keep going? And we'll, go for, we'll go for like 15 and then let the girls come down. And I don't think Monday will be a problem next week. All right. Monday the 27th. But, oh, I chose the wrong time to finish my Panda <laughs> Express. It's John. John Nash. Michael Madsen is such a good actor. And, yeah, the older he's gotten, the more he starts to sound like Nick Nolte. That's just a positive. <laughs> it's like, you gargle asphalt in the morning? It's like, <laughs> Michael Madsen and Tom Waits must be really close. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do with the duct tape? Excuse me. Puts it over his mouth. It's going to get real quiet, like fucking oh. green room over here. Green room's way worse than this. Like, they only sh- they don't show you what's happening. They just show you the aftermath. Yeah, I know. Green room, like, yeah, we're going to show you a pit bull chew on a guy's throat for a second. <laughs> and that dog becomes like, you get, I'm tired of my violent ways of life. <laughs> I shall now go wander. I wish I could remember his first name. It's Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. I guess we'll find out in here in a second, only. W-O Wolfpack. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Oh, man. Straight razor. Do you think he really shaves with it? Because it doesn't look like he shaved recently. No, that that's a... Uh, that there... What, you got a little booch? No, it's just tea. Mmm. Thought you gone full-on booch on me. What's funny is, of all the guys that get color names... <laughs> He's the only one with, like, a hair color. Like, Mr. White, Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown, Mr. Blue. Who is he? Mr. Blonde. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, what's what's the thing in there? Like, Mr. Yellow wasn't an option? <laughs> like, how come there's not, like, Mr. Redhead? Mr. Brunette. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brunette. Mr. Short and Curly. Ooh. <laughs> they could have done the, um... <clears throat> The terrible diagonal house names, their colors. What did you have? You had sad, sad, sad blue, blue petty green. <laughs> no, it was old blue. Old blue. That's right. Old blue. What is that? Well, picture sky blue, but it's old blue. <laughs> it's chipping on the edges. It comes that way? Yes. No, Mick Flair had it. <laughs> Mick, Mick Schmer had it painted that way. Kevin Nash. Pretty sure it's Kevin Kevin Nash. Mm. Oh, there goes the ear. Mm. <laughs> and I'm spent. Mm. Oh, at the beach. Uh, <laughs> Rodney Tahoe obviously was a big hit. There's a lot of that. <laughs> and there's a lot of, bring me a comrade. Oh. At the beach. Oh. <laughs> Which is something you said on the podcast. I know, but what, did I, what was the context? It's just funny. Bring me a comrade. I said that? Yeah. We were doing the... Uh, the uh, jerk-off discussion between, like, the rich British person and his handler. <laughs> I hear they use a whole fist over there in the States. <laughs> Perhaps they do. I prefer to use my pinky and thumb and just tap the top. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Tap at the top. <laughs> and I'm spent. And I'm spent. Bring, bring me a camera. Bring me a camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing they get not show-related, we went to Shuckham's Oyster Bar in PC. And their mascot is this little gray oyster in like a cowboy hat, smiling. And I said to Brian, I said, it just looks like a load with a hat. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just this globulous shape with like a, like a fucking hippo nose. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm an oyster. 
And I said, they, and so I just looked at Brian and went, Come to Shuckums! I'm cool! <laughs> at Shuckums, we cumums everywhere! Come slurp loads at Shuckums! I'm cool! That's funny, because I had to. Uh, we went to. Uh, I don't want to say the name of the place, but you'll know what it is. Maybe one day we'll have sponsorship from them, and I don't want to ruin it with what I'm about to say, but it's a place where you go hit golf balls at Targets. Hmm. You're familiar. Yeah, rhymes with flop toff. Yeah, flop toff. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> someone there ordered these. She, uh, we want the loaded nachos. And I was like, that sounds good. I mean, I, it wasn't really it was their food. I just said, it sounds good. <laughs> well, well, on the back, piggyback of what you just said, yeah. <laughs> but they said they want the loaded nachos. They want a what? <laughs> they come out. They're on a fucking charcuterie board, for one. They don't bring them on a plate. Yeah. I've had these. They don't bring... And there's like 10 of them. Yeah. It's like 10 nacho chips mm-hmm. that are... I mean, they got a fair amount of stuff on them. Yeah. But there's 10 of them. To me, that's not loaded nachos. Yeah. That's just like 10 nachos you put some shit on and put it on a charcuterie plate mm-hmm. to make it seem fancy. Yeah. That's why it's worth $18, right? Yeah. I don't, okay, so I don't really have a problem with that. They have an ice cream, seriously, they, you could tell they had taken an ice cream scoop of guacamole and plopped that down. That was a pretty presentation, you yeah. know, a little pico. And then all, on the left-hand side of the charcuterie, it just literally looks like someone just like, I mean, it doesn't look like cum. It's not like clear <laughs> and white and, and, and different spots right. or anything. But it's just like this like haphazard, like someone took a handful of sour cream, yeah. but not like good sour cream, like dollop a daisy, yeah, like runny, like runny sour cream, and just <clears throat> and like it's almost like when they make them there, they literally do that. Yeah. Hey, someone order the nachos again. Who's whose turn is it? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's a good one. They wanted loaded. It's loaded. They wanted loaded. <laughs> I'm come. I'm come. <laughs> come on down to Shuckums and slurp loads. <laughs> I'm come. <laughs> slurp loads. <laughs> After that, all week, Brian just kept looking at me going, I'm come. <laughs> I'm come. Well, the best was Lauren was like, well, I was going to buy Miles a t-shirt, but now I can't. Because <laughs> all the little kid t-shirts are just that little girl. <laughs> that cowboy hat with a thumbs up. Every there. time she comes downstairs with it on. No. Hey, Miles. I'm come. I'm come. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, we're, I don't know if you saw this last. Oh, I don't. We're, we're gonna oh, is this the, gonna the, the name? name? That's a lot of blood on his shirt. It's like all over the floor, too. I'm gonna die, I know it. <laughs> yeah, what does Tim Ross sound You're like? Be okay. Why does Tim Ross sound like a, a character from the Sesame Street? I'm gonna, be okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die, Bert. <laughs> I'm gonna die, I know it. <laughs> I'm gonna die, I know it. You're not gonna die, Ernie. What's <laughs> <laughs> you remake that entire scene with Bert and Ernie? Bert's just laid up, got shot. I'm gonna die, Ernie. <laughs> You're not gonna die, Bert. You <laughs> <laughs> could do Grover. And I'm gonna die. No. <laughs> You're not gonna die. Elmo says he's gonna die. <laughs> Elmo says he's Marvin. enjoying. Marvin Nash. Marvin. Uh, Marvin Nash. Marvin Nash. Oh, I meant I was. I was tell you last <laughs> week. I saw something and I was like, I, th- I knew you were out of town, so I wasn't gonna. Well, you know. I don't know if it's a if it was a daily thing. I need to do the research. But crystals, don't know if you saw this. Five ninety nine. Mm. All you can eat crystals and French fries and drink. Gross. 
four makes me feel. You love better. crystal though. Yeah, I eat it like once a month. So it's I still feel cheaper. Awful when I do. You're it. still cheaper at five ninety nine to get the same meal you probably get, and throw back an extra two and just feel awfuler. It's cheaper by like a dollar and a half. Yeah. Because I just get four off the grill and, and fries. I always just drink water in the car. But I told you the reason I, I haven't been to Crystal and I can't even remember how long was I went with the old man one time when they were still living out in, out in Gwinnett. And we were just like, hey, Crystal sounds good. And I was like, it does. It does sound good. <laughs> and we go in there and we order like four four Crystals, so like eight or whatever, and some fries. And we look over and there's this guy and his wife. Oh, yeah, you've told me this. And... I don't want to, I really can't, I don't want to exaggerate, but... It's a hefty man. It wasn't, they were both hefty. And it wasn't that they were fat. This is America. That's every, that's everywhere. But... It's standard. It's standard, yeah. Matt, and for M&P, I mean, I know y'all Australians are lithe and fit, having to dodge a modem Joe and... We gotta be thin to wear the short shorts. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and he has such a healthy diet. That nasty ass looking. That looks good. I want to try some Perth style grilled squid. Have at it, bud. That looks good. Let me know. <laughs> if I went over there, I'd try it just to be a, a nice guest. If yeah. if M and P served me, you know, ugh, <laughs> octopus. I'll call ahead. I'll call ahead like M and P. I need you to like curate a week's worth of meals and just only do things you know the last man won't. <laughs> And like you're just so hell bent on being polite and 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 respectful, like, like oh yeah, no, looks good, <laughs> looks good, thank you. <laughs> he knows the whole time. Thank you for this again. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that picture you sent looks good. I would totally try that. I'd crush the fuck out of some grilled squid. But anyways, what I was saying, it wasn't the the size of the, the husband and wife team. It was when you saw how many crystals they'd already eaten. Yeah. The empty packages. The empty pack, you can't get away from it. It's not yeah. like you they bring yeah, your eight crystals. Every burger has a box. Every burger has a box. <laughs> so when you saw that not only had their boxes, you know, been stacked, but they had actually rolled over right. to a, an adjacent table, we were just like, <laughs> it, it literally made <laughs> us like stop eating our crystals <laughs> and be like, I think two is probably enough. <laughs> I usually go for four because if you put four together, that's about the size of a regular cheeseburger. Like mm. if you like, if and you, you don't put what? What is it? You don't put on it? I get them off the grill. I add cheese and I get them off the grill. I don't do mustard or pickles. I don't mind the mustard, but I don't like pickles on burgers. I never have. That's just insane. I get pickles taken off of any burger that they come on, and I certainly don't. You want another them. reason to make fun of Sean? Not that he, you know, he's listening, <laughs> so he doesn't like the cheese, as you well know. Yeah. So he'll order it with. No cheese. Right. And something else he'll take off. I Think of a Whopper, because that's usually the baseline I'm working with. Sliced tomato, onion, mustard. Yeah, he'll add ketchup. And yeah. then he'll take, off, he'll, he'll take off the, uh, the cheese. Mm-hmm. But then when he gets his burger, he'll take all the pickles off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't you just say no cheese, no pickles? He's like, I kind of like the, the like, taste of pickle. <laughs> But I don't like the pickle itself. I'm like, you're fucking retarded. Yeah. The t- I like the taste of the leftover pickle taste. The taste of pickle is what I don't like. <laughs> like, I would, I would, if somebody like mistakenly put fresh cucumber slices on my burger, but oh well, it's the vinegary. I don't like that on a burger. I never have. So like, it never. When my dad used to say like, just take the pickles off. I'm like, you don't understand. It's still, it's like they were, like, it's like a fart that lingers. Like, it's still in the burger. 
that pickled juice is in the bread and in the cheese pocket that the pickle is sitting in. <laughs> so when I bite into that section, it's going to taste like like nasty vinegar cucumber, and I don't want that on my quarter pounder. That's why I said quarter pounder, no pickle. That's the way I order them. Take it off. Uh, it's not like sausage on a pizza where you take it off and you never you would never know it was there. Would you not? Not not as much. Not if you got other toppings on there. I think you'd notice it. Like you oh well, in a, like, in a in a frozen pizza, I always notice it. Yeah, I mean, you, there's certain, like if you took peppers and onions off of a pizza because you didn't want it, like that. There's a funk there that's gonna linger. That pepper mm-hmm. and onion aroma. But, like, yeah, pickle, left-behind pickle juice is no good. And, like, at Chick-fil-A, I've never been a pickle fan, but I learned working there, if you order a Chick-fil-A no pickle, you're guaranteed a fresh sandwich, not one that's been sitting under the lamp for the last hour. What about if you had, the inverse is true, too, though? Sometimes. Sometimes they'll just grab one that's already been sitting there, and they'll add something to it and slide it back down to it. okay. If you order Chick-fil-A no pickle, you're going to get a fresh sandwich. Right hmm. out of the hot. What if you get Chick Fil A pickle on the side? You probably get a fresh one because okay. because they. Uh, but I think you might have to specify Chick Fil A no pickle, pickle on the side. Mm. I'll do that because they might just grab one of those sandwiches and give you pickles on the side too. Because any sane fast food worker would think, oh, well, this guy likes pickles, right? So I don't need to give him a pickleless sandwich. <laughs> so let's just grab this old one that's been sitting here. <clears throat> Which reminds me, my sister ordered a pizza last night when they got home. They were. They had a good time. It's their anniversary weekend and whatnot. Did they go to Claremont? No, we still need to make that happen. Well, she texted me saying that they wanted to stay at the hotel. Yeah. And wanted to know my thoughts on it. Yeah, they didn't. They ended up, didn't did not end up doing that. It saved some money, but uh, they ordered a Pizza Hut last night, and the old guy that shows up probably kind of makes you sad. But then again, here's the part that blew my mind. He was probably late sixties, probably not early seventies, but definitely late sixties. And it, he was like, it's 12 o'clock at night. And he's like, upbeat. <laughs> and he's like, hey, that's a nice dog. Does he want some pizza? And I'm like, I'm not in the mood for small talk. Because I'm not on their level. Can you believe how human it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> this heat, huh? I got to say, Georgia, it's hot in Georgia. Yeah, yep, sure is. I'm here. I was born here, lived here. Oh, well, then you're used to it. Let's go. <laughs> So I take the pizza, I'm holding the dog back, and I looked, and it's like, he has, like, an old school, like, not the new age Pizza Hut, he's got the old school Pizza Hut hat and the yeah. old school Pizza Hut shirt, and I'm like, how long? <laughs> like, I was I was saying that, I, I felt sorry for this school, for this guy. I, like <laughs> I feel like he, broke, don't fix it. He, he's probably been, like, brought on stage at a shareholders meeting. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is Pete. This is Marvin Nash. For this is Marvin Nash for forty years, even after he got his ear cut off, he stayed the course with us, and he's still delivering pizzas nightly, seven days a week. We grandfathered him in. He's still making two fifty an hour. <laughs> we're an American corporation, and we treat our people like shit. I feel like we should make one of those Hotel Eight commercials, but like. Kind of like saying how America is really going to treat you if you're not born into the one percent. Yeah. Like you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm time bo dad. We'll leave, we'll the, leave light the light on, on for you. Yeah. Something like that. You know, like you're dry. <laughs> I'm time bo dad, and you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> the great. I'm time bo dad, and my the motel eight. Class is a myth. <laughs> 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 this whole series of time bo dads. 
that are just not. I'm Tom Bodet, and we're prison. We're imprisoning children. <laughs> I'm Tom Bodet. The middle class is a farce. <laughs> I'm Tom Bodet. If you're black, you're fucked. I'm Tom Bodet. If you're black, you're probably in jail. <laughs> I'm Tom Bodat, and if you're Hispanic, the only place you can work is here at Tom Bodat's hotels. <laughs> we'll leave the light on for you. I'm Tom Bodat. We're going to turn white working class people against brown working class <laughs> I'm Tom Bodat. We're going to convince white working class people that the real problem is not the upper class white people, it's the also middle class brown people they happen to be neighbors with. What's up? Right, you can come downstairs. We'll keep it clean. Keep it clean. You want to come down? Come on down. Don't you, slip in your slippery socks. You can watch Reservoir Dogs with the sound off. <laughs> Speaking of old people, I teased it on the show that wasn't a show. When we got back from Florida... <clears throat> hold on. Let me make sure she lets it down. Come on down. When we got back from Florida... Is sort of classic case of there's nothing to eat here. Nobody wants fast food because we ate fast food on the way up. Yep, you turn around going right back up. Uh, nobody wants fast food. We don't want pizza. We had pizza the last night in Florida because it's like packed night. It's like I don't I don't want to make anything. Mm-hmm. And like Chris and I would have been happy with just like a salad from somewhere, but the girls aren't going to eat that. So I was like, how about hot wings? I said, I will ride up to Wild Wing Cafe. I'll get like 30 to go. We'll get a mixed bag of flavors. Get some celery for the roughage factor, some baby carrots. They can eat some nuggets, you know, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm driving, to, I'm driving to the wing place. And before you get to 400, Haynes Bridge turns into a six-lane sort of mini highway. It's three <laughs> lanes going this direction with a big median and three lanes going that direction. Right. Um. It's like a 45 mile an hour road and I'm sitting at the light and all of a sudden I see this red car coming towards us in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Albert's playing hide and go seek. (laughs) And like some some car has turned onto the wrong side of this like miniature pre-highway highway highway, Uh and he's driving towards us and there's a huge concrete median so it's not like he can just like hop and get in the... And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It's fine. She's her worst. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What did I say? You don't even know. She shrugged. (laughs) Earmuffs. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And as I get closer, this man was 80 if he was 100. Mm -hmm. Like, so, like, clearly past the point of where he should be driving. Okay. Little beat up old red car. Like, his mouth is probably, like, just permanently a gap. Just hanging open, just super, super old. Those really thick sunglasses. Make America Great Again hat. Oh. Just to really seal the deal. I'm like, all right, yeah. not only should you not be driving anymore, we should probably take away your right to vote. He did. And people people are just laying on the horn and I'm like, you know what? I don't feel bad. You made a you made you made two dumb decisions as far as I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Had a good laugh out of Banks on the beach. Somehow or another, <clears throat> I don't know how this came up, but he was like, if I wanted to be a gigolo, why is that illegal? Like, if I just, like, it's, you know, it's my body, and 
And, you know, if, if I'm enjoying it and making money off of it, why, why, why is that so bad? Oh, I and, thought you said juggalo for a minute. No, juggalo. And I was like, that's a hard turn for banks. And I just, I leaned across Brian and, and Lauren, who are conservative, and I said, conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, I think Brian and Lauren said, oh, yeah, it's all Donald Trump's fault. And I said, actually, no. <laughs> if anything, he'd probably be in favor of it. I mean, chances are that man's paid for more abortions than he would probably care to admit <laughs> on public, in like, public space. And being a clearly not conservative, uh, you know, businessman, he's probably all for, you know, prostitution. He's probably utilized it himself. If there's, oh. if there's a conservative alive today who would be in favor of it, it's him. Mm-hmm. And so I leaned back around and I said, Banks, it's more likely your average, like, southern, repressed, Christian conservative. So that's why it's not. I said, it's not liberals. I'll tell you that much right now. So if you want to go be a gigolo, you go be a gigolo. You yeah. have my support. Why not? Do it. Brian Kemp's not going to let you do it. Boom, boom, kick that. <laughs> man who also has probably paid for an abortion once <laughs> in his life. My husband, Brian. 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 What you doing? We got a guest host tonight. We got a guest. You want to say hi? You want to say hi? Say hi. Hi. Hey, come stand right here and say hi so they can hear you in the microphone. Yeah, you got to say hi to that thing right there. Introducing Aubrey. Say hi. Say hi. You want to say hi to Matt? You know where he lives? <laughs> Matt in Perth, you don't, he lives in Australia. Just for the listeners, she's never heard the show. No, not at all. <laughs> Unless they listen to it in person. <clears throat> now she's turned the hard, I'm going to turn my back to this situation. She's gotten shy all of a sudden. Uh, all Do you want to go sudden. back upstairs and watch more Toy Story 3? Mm-hmm. All right, you do what you want to do. Daddy, Let's... I think Toy Story 3 is over. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that's perfect. It's just in time. We'll wrap this one up for this week, and we'll promise we'll try to stuff one in next Monday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't uh, stuff one in. Sounds bad. I don't, I'm dr- we're trying to be clean, and I feel like that's well. It's not inherently dirty. Yeah. Give me let's, before we wrap up. Let's save sex one more time. All right. All right. We're back. We don't have to. We don't have to be appropriate for a three-year-old. She's back upstairs. Ten four. We can still wrap it. Yeah, we probably need to. I need to hit the road. Well, this is a shorter episode in comparison to some of our other ones, but it's better. Oh, it's shorter and longer than last week. It's better, yeah. And last week's not. This is seventy. This counts as seventy. Nice. Last, last week was not a seventy show. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's had it's had some fun. We'll talk about it in the intro, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Country music. Sunday. Sunday. Adam God. and Eve. We didn't do our. We'll, with Adam and Eve. We'll, we'll introduce it. We'll introduce it next week. Our brother Brian political hour. <laughs> we won't even get into details then on that yet. Naming this one's going to be tough. Like, do you name it Whiskey Gentry? Do you name it Snowballing with Adam and Eve? No, I like I like something about. It. Do we just name it My Kind of Life? But Eve doesn't even have. A... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even have a belly button. Eve says I don't even have a belly button, <laughs> and she says no. But that's a real nice ski mask. <laughs> 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 Any more noise effects? He throws the he throws the fucking popcorn in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, people have googled that. Like, there's no joke there. It's just made up shit. From Jim Carrey. And she says no, but that's a real nice key <laughs> That's the great uh, part about the Eve joke. And then Eve says, I don't even have a belly button. I don't even have a belly button. I how in my version of Eve sounds like Don Knotts playing Eve. <laughs> but I don't even have a belly button. <laughs> <laughs> you got his attention. 
What's up, Frog? All right. Well, WFCCK. WFCCK. The Bam. The Bam. 97.5. <laughs> Stay tuned for traffic and weather. We've got sports with Skip Madaver. really upset we never call him. <laughs> and when we do, we ask him a dumbass question, apparently. Stay tuned. Up next, we've got Whiskey Gentry. <laughs> it's my kind of life. It's my